Who are the Shards? A group of millionaire moguls looking for the next big hit. Samantha St. Queefer went from small town tutor to being the world's premier shard detect. Caleb Beefley, notorious sharder, internet beefer, and founder of Shardcoin. Fielding Shitman, venture shadowist who turned a baked beans toot into a cauliflower pants loading company worth 89 million fart dollars. They are here to hear your ideas. Uh, ha- Hello, fellow sharts. Uh, it is I, Caleb Beefley. Uh, I've come here uh, off the hit of my founding of Shartcoin, uh, which right now is worth approximately fifty cents a piece. Um, but people keep buying Amazing. it, so it'll it'll go up. Um, I, I have a pitch for you, of course, for what is going to happen in the next episode of Junk House, which is episode 69. So we're all concerned. Yeah, this is episode 68. Yeah. yeah oh, welcome. So. Welcome to Shark Tank, which is taking over for Junk House. Junk House doesn't exist anymore. Um, no more. All sharks. Sharks uh, all the way down. I think down. it's on strike, I heard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we're stepping in well, as scabs. Yes. Yeah. Like right when the writer strike ended, the junk house strike started. Yes. Um, which we are, we are scabs. We're also encouraging you to come after the junk house hosts, uh, because we want these jobs full time. Um, and we also have a guest chart, of course. We do. Fielding. That's me. Uh, my name is Fielding Shitman. Uh, as you heard during the intro, I have I have a, a beansness that is worth eighty nine million fart dollars. So I'm quite important around these parts. Yes. Uh, so yes, very much so. Obviously, the next one it will revert to Junk House. So what I'm suggesting is that uh, not only do the hosts of Junk House uh, participate in this, but as the listeners, uh, if, if they want to, they may also participate in this, which is a group pegging session. Um, mm. we mm. we all okay. get pegged. Um, or uh, other other anal based activities. Uh, because I feel so much that sixty nine is too much focused on the front bits. I think it's time we right. give the back bits some attention. Okay. Um, okay. Sort of flipping the script on the typical sixty nine, which yes. in itself yeah. is very sixty nine. Yeah, ninety six. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking um but but it, I I do think it is important that all this happens at the same time. And this is also because yes. uh I I think we we should uh, as a show inspire some sexual liberation mm-hmm. uh so to speak. And mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. you know what? We'll say it. If God didn't want it to happen, why would he make it feel so good? That's, That's all right. I'll say. Poophole is the loophole, so they say. Exactly. And uh, don't worry if you are uh, a, a virgin listening. It doesn't take away your virginity. Um, I should know because I, Caleb Beefley, obviously have been pegged by several women, still a virgin. Uh, not that virginity matters, but, you know. Very impressive. Very impressive, I must say. Yeah. Well, I, for one, um, would love to make you an offer today. Um, oh, I am. About- I am seeking... Uh, zero for zero percent of the company. You don't get shit. Oh, um, but uh, that's I, an infinite evaluation. You realize yeah, that? Yes, uh, because I think the true experience of a prostate orgasm is worth endless amounts of money. Um, 
So that is true. So for zero percent, I'm I'm seeking uh, about five bucks because I need gas money to get home after we're done recording this. Okay, what if I gave you ten bucks for twenty percent of the company? Ooh, I ooh. I don't know. We're starting at zero percent. Twenty percent would be uh, quite a quite a massive bargain there. It is, and of course, I know who you are, Miss Saint Queefer, a, a household name, a family name in the fart beansness. People talk about the the Queefer line all the time, every day. I can't go to Starbucks without hearing about the Saint Queefers. They know? say, yeah. "Hey, look, that's a Saint Queefer right there. You better better get her order right, or else get, you'll have get her get her some free beans. Get her some free beans. Free beans, free beans for the Saint Queefers for life." That's what I always no say. No matter what kind of bean, that's doesn't, that's all doesn't, I doesn't matter. Does not matter. Uh yet twenty percent is is quite steep of a jump, uh, especially mm. for ten bucks. Uh I would need at least I don't know, thirty bucks and like maybe a little bit of like a if we're talking about sexual liberation, like I don't know. Yeah, like of a course. like a the, like the promise of a future pegging, if you will, you know. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I'll I'll throw a counter offer out there. Uh, oh, while this wow! Is on the table. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll I'll take zero percent of the company. Okay, um, and wow. zero dollars, so completely free. If the uh, pegging thing is uh, on the table still. Oh yeah, like oh yeah yeah of course I I think I got to go with. I mean, I do need the gas money to get home. That's the that's the only that's the real rub of it, you know. That's you the can ride me all the way home. Sorry. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's, it's very inappropriate. I should have done that. Please, uh, that, producers, edit this part out. Um. Wow. I mean, that get canceled. Hey, real, uh, yeah. But here, no. But here's the thing. That's hey, that, that, was, that was a real moment, though. That really. That really does sweeten the deal. Um, are you saying you'll give me a ride home? Mm, something like that. I, I mean, I, get, I think I got to take that deal. Yeah, I got, I got to take that deal. I'll, yeah, I'll rev you all the way home. Wow. Okay. That, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased to have uh, made a deal with you. Wow. Uh, I, I guess I'll be uh, seeing you uh, after this episode. Perfect. It's great. We'll learn lots about uh, what to do for the 69th episode. I have a pitch. It's my turn to pitch. Sit down. Why are you? You're trying to leave the room. Why are you leaving the room? Come I'm back. seated. I'm right here. I was going to go use the bathroom. I was just going to go. No, use the- you. No, you. You're taking my seat. If now. I'm gonna, if I'm We're gonna spots. exchange sexual favors for a ride, I've got to clean up. You know, I'm a dirty, dirty boy. That's well, fair. then you're gonna like. You're gonna like my pitch. Okay. Oh, let's hear it. I'm looking for. Two hundred million thousand billion dollars. Wow! For five percent in my company. Wow! That's, All right, that is wow. near infinite evaluation as well. Okay. Uh, yeah. And I mean, I know you're thinking, don't the Saint Queefleys got that? We do. So here's my pitch. <laughs> so Junk House year round is pretty nasty, stinky, mm-hmm. dirty, mm-hmm. sexy, junky. Junkie, junkie, mm. Mm. and right. and not and not only that, especially during the month of October, 
Yes. Um, this, th- we, we're scary too. We're spooky, scary, sexy, dirty, stinky, junky, nasty. I'm with you. Yeah. 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 This episode, this next episode, after the one people are listening to right now, mm-hmm. will be episode 69. And it will be on Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah. Spookiest day, spookiest mm. day of the year, sexiest okay. number of episodes. Why don't we flip the script? Chastity? Why don't we do something for our ace listeners? Why don't oh. we have, yeah, a chase and just the opposite of sexy, the opposite Completely of Completely sexless. Okay. Just sexless, but not wholesome. And I think, I think we can get the ground running with this. It's not scary. Okay, not scary, but it not is on Friday. It's not. It's not sexy. Okay. Okay. It's just chase. It's the paladin of episodes. It's Jesus Christ of episodes. It's perfect. It's clean, and it wraps you in a warm embrace. And do you think it would tickle that butthole? You know, it would do a little reach around because it's not a sexual yeah. episode. Uh-huh. In a tender, loving. <laughs> Wholesome yeah. way. This episode, pegged. this out, this episode. After it tickles your butthole, it says "good game," so it makes it clean. And exactly it says for, no for God, if you will. So um, there's, you're still getting the pegging, but that's with the sword of the spirit. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. I'm here. I mean, getting, I will say, uh, I do believe you're getting struck through. I, I do believe uh, spiritually, the the sword of the spirit is supposed to be uh, the actual physical Bible. Um, if I am to remember watching oh, yeah. Bible oh. Man as a child, child correctly, not a very effective sword. Uh, it's not a sword, and uh, it's a rather blunt object to be putting in in my butthole. I, I have a few from my from my time, you know, being alive in the South. I've been given enough Bibles. Of course, uh, of course. Uh, will it have to be one of my hardback versions, or can oh, it be oh. one of the soft ones? You can kind of roll it up if it's one of the soft ones, you know. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta start with the soft one. I have to work my way up to the hard. Yeah, by the end of the episode, because like you remember those little baby ones that were just the New Testament. Yes, yes. That's what we're starting with. Okay, so that's kind the of trainer like a of Bible situation. Where we gradually exactly. work our way up. Okay. You can go on Amazon, you know, and, and you could buy an anal trainer, but you can't buy a biblical anal, anal trader, so, uh, trainer. And that's what I'm thinking this episode will be. So, my, my, so here is my uh, counter offer. Um, Ooh, okay. I'll give you for. Five percent of your company of this idea company idea um fifteen dollars and a a uh my first Bible with a flared base to make sure it does not go mm. further into the anus because that's we've we've got to mm. worry about a flared base if we are talking about things going into the butthole hmm. I I like that offer. What if I made it an extreme kind of, team? Sounds like Bible. you're not quite convinced. Let me go ahead and interrupt here with a counter offer. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, I'll give you a hundred fart, fart dollars. Um, and I will, dollars? I will take 50% of the company. 
plus $2 royalty for every stream of the episode. Oh, okay. Um, and I, I will give you an OTP uh, HJ. Ooh. Hmm. Wow, these are both incredible offers. The second one is definitely more enticing. Hmm. Well, I'll tell you what. If you don't make a decision, if you don't want to work with me in 10 seconds, I'm out. I've been holding back. Um, I also do have actual nude images of Jesus Christ that I will also give you as part of the offer. Um, Real Jesus? The real Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I do, because nudity wasn't a big deal back then. So, but I I do have. Big? Sorry. I I mean. (laughs) Large? I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna say exact sizes, but. This big? Yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to give it away. I mean, it's just as far as the east is from the west, if you know what I mean. He stretched out his arms and he died saying it was this big. Yeah. Okay, okay, so On My Knees for Jesus makes a little bit more sense now. Hmm. Could you do On Top of All of That, Caleb? Oh no, I'm already giving you a priceless artifact and an extreme teen Bible, or my first Bible with a flared base to make it safer for the anal. Multiple kisses. I'm out, I'm only a one kisser, sorry. Yeah, that's a that's a little bit too far for me. I would I can I can give you a forehead smooch, but that's as far as I can go. No, um, I'm so sorry. I mean, um, I was just doing this for publicity anyway. Oh, so. they got it us again. <laughs> we can't keep doing this. We keep falling for the classic blunder where they know none of us will invest in their product. And then they get a free advertisement on it because we're going to release this podcast episode and it's going to get a hundred million streams and I'm not going to be able to charge them residuals for it. You really think I want a sexless episode 69? (laughs) That is nefarious. Well, sharks, I've been sitting here all day talking my game, uh, you know, participating in the discussions, being in the room when it happens. Yeah. Uh, I actually, I just have a number of, uh, ideas to pitch off. They're all very conceptual at this stage, so okay. no funding so far has gone into R and D. Uh, you know, no sales, no inventory, uh, no. I don't even have any manufacturing connects. But uh, this is what I have so far. So first off, I'm just going to mm-hmm. tell you what I'm offering. Any okay. or any combination or all of these four. Um, I'm I'm uh, I'm offering this for a hundred and. 11 fart dollars i, I need a wow. and 11 million fart dollars okay oh mi- oh yeah i, I, okay. I let the million part out. i just wow really want to have 200 million fart dollars uh, on top of my okay. pre-existing yeah. uh, business um but anyway and this yeah. is for i mean the shipment name is 75 percent of my company yeah i will yeah. give the company to you as long as i can retain oh. a quarter of it Wow. And this is, these are, I'm just going to go ahead and rapid fire these off. Uh, if you yeah. Don't mind charts. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, number one, have the viewers record a podcast for you guys. Uh, so mm-hmm. sort of like a reciprocal theme, like 69. Um, you could also do the classic bit of random noises in the background throughout the episode. Just might, uh, add a little, a little extra bit of, uh, 
craziness uh, to the episode. I have Goon Sesh episode written twice. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, might be something to consider. So um, powerful of, a, such of a, an idea. It had to be written twice. I um, absolutely, uh, yeah. 69 Technique Review by the Married Fellows of the podcast. Mm. Oh. Um, very detailed, of course. Uh, love to, so love to hear all about it. I think the listeners, uh, at least, would love to hear all about it. I'm not inserting myself into this area whatsoever. So they're, wait, they would be critiquing mine as the unmarried person? And they, I the, think I you think would, would be married I, members? I, I think because... I think you can moderate the, the review. Mm-hmm. Moderate I'm, the discussion. I'm a moderator. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or you could do some reciprocal stuff to yourself and give your own rating that way and see how well, they compare with the others. Uh, very I have good point. a couple very more. Point. Uh, record the episode upside down so everyone is hanging completely upside down for the entirety of the episode, AKA the stay conscious challenge. That would be like, we're 69ing the listeners because they'd be right side up in theory. Right. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, and then we could do, or, or you could do, sorry, I haven't sold it just yet uh, for a uh, 420 episode. So, <laughs> We've oh. Done, oh, I, so I think. just, just a weed smoking 420 episode and with the idea being that you do a 69 theme on episode 420. Oh. So yeah, so swap them around. And Interesting. Then, and those are those are those are all my ideas for today, shards. I mean, oh. ideas from from a heir to the shitman name is I mean, these are all incredible. It's of true. Course. Needless, I, I already do have eighty nine million fart dollars for a reason. This, like, is, this, this is really is incredible. You have graced us with <sighs> not one, not two, but several ideas. This is yeah. This is um, so. Uh, how is it testing? I do. I do like the idea of a double goon sesh episode. Um. Because I, uh, well, I don't think I don't think the idea was a a double Gunsesh episode per se. I think I just wrote down Gunsesh episode and then just got like my vision got blurred and I got all hot and something happened. I see. I think got I all think gooned. got all, yeah, gooned. Got all I think, out. but I think here's the problem: is that you've written it twice. That means we've got to figure out a way to invent the double goon for a double goon sesh. That is true. That is true. A devil goon has yet to be seen in the in the modern economy. People say it's impossible. I think if we get Not some of the nation's top scientists together, Oppenheimer style, we could make it happen. I that's what actually Oppenheimer Two is about. It's Oppenheimer figuring out the double goon. It's so weird that they have to spend <laughs> like the failed. first twenty minutes just figuring out what a goon is. You know, yeah, they yeah, really yeah, had to yeah. how to like how how do you get there? You know, they had a very uh, thin idea of gooning back in back in those days as well. Yeah, yeah, it was really it was really looked down upon and shamed, and you know, it's finally coming back into the light. That's right, pun intended. And now we're breaking records. Like what? Like eight hours. 16 hours even I've seen one time like really incredible stuff they couldn't get any longer than 45 minutes back in the day what was the I mean you had you know kind of as a as a I I think somebody posted this as a joke but I mean very serious for for 2.6 million dollars a seven hour goon sesh with Paul Giamatti you know and that's like that's the dream you know that's cheap that is that is if if you could make an AI generator that's based off my brain and put in the phrase paradise, that's what you'd end up with. Yeah. You know what? 
I don't even, I don't even care what your offer is. I'll take anything. I'm, I want to work with you on this. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, you know what? Uh, Miss St. Queefer, maybe we should step aside for a second and kind of discuss this oh, real quick. Yes. Okay. Um, okay, sure. I'll, I'll go in the corner. Just yeah, call okay. me when you need me. Yeah. Uh, there's a, there's a goon sesh tablet set up over there for you. So you can kind of get your goon on while we're wondering. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we, I think we both go in on this. Kind of make this you a. Th- go in on this. Kind of make this a three way. You know, kind of really get in, get in on this. I think you're right. Okay. Um, now I feel like it we need to save me fart dollars. That would yeah. I think we can both go in on this. I think yeah. We both go halvesies. We don't have to spend all our money. And um, I feel like now we need to continue talking for a few hours so that. Uh, shipmen can get get their goon on, so to speak, and we we don't want to interrupt that, you know. Seven hours later. Okay, now that now that you're done gooning, um, we we would like to give you our conjoined offer. Okay, okay, sure. I'm ready to hear it, but I would be remiss if I didn't mention that I was just getting started. Oh well, I'm so I'm so sorry. I I know. I apologize. Uh, um, so that's okay. That's okay. I know you're you're dealing with a very high caliber uh, business person, business uh, person right now. Yeah. Wow. I was. I'm also just impressed. You're just getting started. I'm wow, blown away. I've been doing this for you know, forty fart years. Um, I think how long is the fart year? <laughs> I think it's seven years equals one. That might be dog years, though. Um, but yes, Caleb, our offer. We want to make this a three-way. Mm. Okay. Okay. We want to both go in on this and really just kind of like, just kind of come at your idea from both ends, you know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hearing Pun you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just really, really go for it. Really just. You know, have between there. us. Okay. Get in yeah, deep. Yeah. Uh, one one point of concern. Uh, I do want to. I threw out a uh, a lot of ideas there, and mm-hmm. I'm seeing a lot of focus on the double goon sesh. Oh, well, we I was want just wondering all if there of, was all any. All okay, yeah, 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 just checking. Just checking. I don't. You know, I don't want to be a one trick pony. One goon pony. Uh, so to speak. Of course, of course. Yeah, I mean, I, you might have a favorite child, but all of them are still good. That's yeah, true. I mean, I appreciate that. You know. I, you know, I did tend to emphasize the goon sesh, but married guy 69 council, I think is also great. And that's also incredible. Yeah. Okay. It's like Roger, it's like Roger and Ebert, but fisting, you know? Exactly. See, I'm, I'm glad, glad you get, I'm glad you get. So, so all of my terms are accepted. Of course. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, 1% of the company. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm. Yeah. I'm. I'm down. I'm down. I can. I think I can make that work. Yeah, I think God. I can. I'm gonna have so much more than two hundred million fart dollars. Sorry. Uh, I. I'm prepared to shake your hands and uh, make this deal winner. I don't know if I. I don't know if I want to. Um. Sorry. We can shake our asses. That's what I was thinking. Just you throw know, it back. I think. I think just for the occasion. I think I can make this work. I think I can make this work for some good business partners. I see a very, see a very profitable, uh, very sensual uh, future for us. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ooh. Agreed. 
Thank you, Shorts, <laughs> for having having me on. It's a psychobilly freakout. Anyway, welcome to Junk House. Welcome, Fielding. We're, welcome, <laughs> Fielding. Thank you, Junk House. I want to point Thank you for having me on today's episode of the podcast. We just the, started recording. We just started we just recording. Started. Uh, I blacked out for 30 minutes. Um, anyway, uh, the Saint last. Creeper? What are you talking about? Saying, who, the fuck is, who the fuck is Caleb Beefley? I'll kill you if you mention him. Um <laughs> The last time we had Sammy on, or not Sammy, sorry. I'm wow. here all the time. You're here <laughs> the all the time. The last time we had Sammy on, it was a last... regular episode. <laughs> <laughs> it was last week. <laughs> the last time we had Fielding on, uh, I did, I don't know if we, if we all remember this, but it was for like five minutes at the end of an episode. It was. It was. For, it was well, I don't know if it was yeah. for five minutes, but it, it was felt, a portion. It was a portion of an episode. Yeah. So I knew once we actually started doing guest episodes and figured out how to do them, uh, I was like, we have to have Fielding back on uh, because, and I think I said it back then, but it still remains true. When somebody asks me who some of the funniest people I know are, Fielding comes up every time without Thank fail. You. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate oh, that. God, I take great, great care into uh, molding my online image to make sure no one knows the real me. <laughs> you're just a mystery always a mystery which is like it's funny because it's almost the opposite of uh of uh the three junk house people because uh, we don't really put on characters for the show we just are ourselves um yeah. which is unfortunate <laughs> unfortunate true it's you don't have to bear the bear the heavy burden of of wearing a mask of of having two faces always always wondering if you know people are are talking to you or or your face your internet persona that is that is true um that's what the mask is that's what the point of the mask is that's right and you know i had a thousand views on a video one time and i kind of get it now yeah the fame changes you one of your memes has a lot more than that yeah, it, I actually did get a lot, <laughs> like a lot more views than that very recently. It's actually something I wanted to bring up uh, to yeah. see if any of you have had similar experiences. So I had this like really dumb seventeen-second-long video where it's like it's it's kind of hard to explain if you haven't seen it before, but it's a like a water testing facility where it, just think giant wave pool, circular giant wave pool. Okay. Uh, and what happens in this video is originally it was released by the Institute who, uh, whoever is doing this research in the first place with no sound, which is why I had this idea to begin with. But there's like little waves starting off and like they're starting to make concentric circles in the wave pool. And that's really cool. And then all of a sudden a huge cavity comes out of nowhere in the water and then a massive column of water shoots out in the middle of it, like with great velocity. It's quite impressive. So what I did, I, I, cool. I, I, um, I put like gear whirring sound effects over it just to make it seem like it's, you know, legit at the beginning, let it, yes. let the whole 17 seconds play out. And then as soon as the water shoots out, I just, uh, edited in a ploop sound effect, <laughs> like, you know, like, uh, people can do on their mouth sometimes. I can't, I'm not sure if I could do that right now, but it, just basically yes. to be a joke video. Um, 
since then, it has hit the algorithm, the YouTube algorithm, a few times, and I'm up to 350,000 views on, <laughs> on, that, crazy. on that piece of media. Um, uh, one thing that I didn't expect is how many, how many people would take the video at face value, complete sincerity, because uh, I put in the title audio included to get people to actually click on it, <laughs> you know, to watch the video. But so many people just think that's real. Like they don't, they don't know <laughs> that I edited that sound in at all. And they're like, Why wow, does it how sound impressive. like that? Yeah. Yeah. Like so many comments, like there's no way, right? <laughs> like as if it's not abundantly obvious, or at least it is to me. But anyways, the question that I wanted to ask and follow up to that was out of any piece of your media content available to the public right now, that could be, you know, junk house or. Uh, some individual project, which would you be most upset at for being the reason you go viral? Man, that's a oh, good wow. question. That's a good question. I have, I did a lot of video projects in high school whenever they gave me a, a option to do a video project. Instead like, of like school project? I did it. Yeah, like school project. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking about one that I don't remember if you're in fielding, but it's the algebra in our world. And it was, <laughs> I don't think I was in that one. <laughs> it was okay. That might've not been our, my worst option now that I'm thinking about it, but that was just like our math teacher or my math teacher was like, Hey, you can get some bonus points if you make a video about whatever, but it has to be math related. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I re- went around with, a few people like chance and Jackson and we've, we just like went in staples and I interviewed Jackson pretending like, how is, how is math important in your everyday life? Um, but now that I'm thinking about it, the worst one was my video project for the count of Monte Cristo. Um, (laughs) I bet that was an epic tale of revenge. Yeah. I was like, in the video, I was a teacher, like teaching a class, but also being the Count of Monte Cristo. Okay, so, so like a Princess this, Bride like, scenario, where you're kinda, the narrator, but yeah. you're also the main character. Yeah, and I had this chalkboard in my hallway at Sunshine Acres, <laughs> and I just like would talk about the person and say their name, and then after they died, I like mar- I showed how they died with a cutaway, and then like come back and I would like mark them off. Like, oh yeah but i was like that was peak adhd so like i was just like wow 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 random craziness the entire time it's still on youtube but it's cringe as fuck okay okay got you got you is it on a separate channel um, or just like on your main channel just super old video because I, I know you've had I a few th- channels i think it's on a separate channel okay. um because i yeah i've had if i if it's surprising to that i didn't realize i was queer sooner because one of my first like i was obsessed with rainbows but one of my things was like expired rainbow expired rainbow yeah. oh my <laughs> gosh <laughs> so raw so raw and edgy so I also cutting chicken edge. waffle films let me <laughs> Um, I'll see if I can find it so I can show y'all later. Uh, but my, I have a similar story of um, 
it's still on YouTube somewhere, and occasionally someone from high school brings it up. But uh, for a class project, we, me and my friends decided to do the Odyssey, but film ourselves acting it out um, in different ways. And I would, I think if that reached any sort of internet notoriety, I would dig a hole in my backyard <laughs> and just jump in. <laughs> Um, it was like the, the problem with it is that we got a really good grade on it and the teacher really liked that we put so much effort into it. So she so showed it to every class period and just kept, (laughs) and like, I, and apparently when my brother had the same teacher, she was like, oh, your brother did a project and showed it to my brother and all of his friends. And I was like, I've been going to I'm going to I'm going to kill myself. I can't do this. I'm sure he thought the same. Imagine that you're, you're trying to make friends in school and and you go to math class or, or, or English class and your teacher's like, oh, wait. I taught your older brother. Look at this amazing thing that your older brother did. And it's the worst thing you've ever seen in your life. So bad. <laughs> it's so cringe. That but, is, okay. those, are, those are good answers. I feel, like, I feel like people that have done things in their youth, that's like recorded things and posted them on YouTube in their youth, that, that would be the answer for the majority of people, I would, I would guess. And it would be my answer too if I hadn't unlisted the the video that i'm thinking of years ago because it is it is quite bad it's dusk Dusk. yeah yeah that's the one which you unlisted it yeah oh yeah oh yeah it's unlisted i do not need that on my public profile are you kidding me (laughs) no so for those unfamiliar uh dusk was i didn't even record or produce this i just played an acting role in it i don't know how it ended up on my channel but uh, anyway, it's a, it's a video about, I'm not the main character. It's the guy who's producing and I'm his friend and we're in Forks, Washington. And it's basically a twilight ripoff slash oh offshoot. Oh my gosh. It was me fielding. And then I'll just say first name, our friend Addy. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So like, I was like the, and we were like 12. <laughs> 13. Yeah, we were really young. I guess I was like the main human character, and Addy became the main vampire character. No, you were the vampire. <laughs> Addison was the human through and through. Oh, you're right. No, you're right. I I attacked and you, him and you killed me. I yes, because I had a oh purple my hoodie gosh. and a Family Force Five T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, it was the it was the. TMNT fam- shirt. That's what it was. Or TMNT was it the TMNT t-shirt? hoodie? No, because I had a purple. Okay, uh, it was a TMNT shirt. Eagle. I'm sure of it. Okay, because I had, I remember this shirt I had that was Family Force 5 that had a huge sun and a huge moon on it. And I, fe- I thought I remembered it being that one, but it probably, you're, you're right. But it's bad. I've, <laughs> oh I've, had, the, I've had the displeasure of watching it. Many, many times, uh, and I even, I even voluntarily showed it to uh, a classroom full of people that I was doing a a musical production with, uh, i.e., Spring Sing. <laughs> for those of those who are familiar, and it tested really well. I can't lie, but for all the wrong reasons. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, me and Addy, 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 Addy and I 
growing up made a lot of random videos and I don't know how many of them can still see the light of day. But also, when I was looking for the videos on my channel, I found my old description because I just have never changed it. And I edited it a little bit to make me feel more comfortable. But do you want me to read it to you? <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. Hello there. If you are reading this, it means you have landed on planet Welsicus, a planet for laughter, relaxation, and yes, maybe even a little epicness. No I'm a director, way. sometimes an actor, and a writer. And then I used to have like, I gave my email. But I think I'm just going to keep it because that's hilarious. How, <laughs> how many, how, how much? I do was the turtle shirt. God damn it. I didn't know you have that picture. <sighs> that's incredible. Oh my gosh. Um, how good do we have to do as a podcast for you to put that tagline as like the like the podcast bot like description for every episode? <laughs> um really good for okay. every episode. Yeah, that make yeah, that I makes could sense. I could I could do one. But all, but like for every episode, so we gotta be huge. <laughs> That's just so funny to me. No, what is okay? What it, uh, we've talked about? What would be what we would be embarrassed of or ashamed of? What would be the thing you want to take off the most? <laughs> like, and I'm oh, guessing you want to take off the internet. No, that you want it to. You want it to be like oh, the best. Oh, take off. Like take, take off, off in a take off in kind of like a go viral way. My brain. Jeff and I guess I was about to say, I guess since we have a podcast, I guess like a specific segment, like, or even like if there's a specific bit that it's like this section of this, you know, like a bit that we did or something like that, you know? Hmm, okay. Well, I'll start first uh, to give you time, guys, some time to think about some individual moments. Uh, I'll say definitely either my serial reviews or my. Yeah. I've only done two of them ever, but I think I might uh, include this in my online personality. Uh, just like dumb, like dancing videos where I do like the worst <laughs> dance moves that I can think of that aren't actually dance moves. Yeah. They're really funny. Any, the, any of the videos. Like any time of, of you post a video fielding, I legitimately get like childlike glee. <laughs> like in my heart i'm like yes this is what i need please like it's perfect for me put it on do um, not disturb volume all the way up connect yes to the put it bar. on the yeah put it on the you tv just it. sit lay out on the couch just watch That's it good. For, uh, yeah you get to my videos yeah, oh god for hours <laughs> I, so, okay I, this is a, a, a classic junk house tangent but the other day i i made a joke so bad that my wife literally gave me a look of disgust and i need to share it because our dog ate a crab rangoon off the table oh Okay. And okay. did you say did a crab? Are you telling me a crab ran this goon? No, what I said was what I said was um I guess our dog's a little gooner and my wife just fucking looked at me in disgust and I was laughing way too hard. Oh. <laughs> That's good. She should have respected that. She have respected that. That's a fun that was funny. Well, this is so the good. same person that before we had a ton of like 
titles that have butt stuff in it. She was like, you guys talk about butt stuff a lot on Junk House. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was great. It was it was so fun. Um, but and then you I you gooned I, for hours after that. We gooned for yeah, just goon. Um, <laughs> you know, it was so funny. Me, me and my wife took a uh, personality test thing last night just for fun to see what it was. <clears throat> and uh, one of the attributes that I got was is embarrassed by nothing. And I was like, yeah, actually, like <laughs> embarrassed by nothing, meaning inconsequential things were because i'm having a hard time wrapping my brain around being embarrassed about nothing like like i just don't like it is very hard for me to get embarrassed by stuff you know uh in general uh like obviously like the odyssey video yeah though that's embarrassing uh, but like, <laughs> if if somebody was just like, ah, tell tell us a secret about yourself, I would probably be the first person to be like, yeah, okay, here you go. Like, this is it. <laughs> True, no like your deepest darkest secret. Yeah, like uh, I feel like I me. feel like I'm more, I'm more embarrassed about. I mean, obviously, it makes more sense to be more embarrassed about things that are happening in the moment as opposed to in retrospect. Because then mm-hmm. it just yeah. becomes funny, but like I get so like so uncomfortable if I like if if like I get into an embarrassing situation and like I see people like looking at me and like laughing, like I get all like red faced and like all hot and bothered about it. I I genuinely do, but I also think that cringe culture has absolutely done a number on my psyche. I don't think uh, I would be yeah. anywhere near as prone to embarrassment now if that had not been a thing. Mm-hmm. I think Cringe that makes sense. Blown up. And Cringe it's is crazy. Blowing up in a major way and it sucks. But I feel like it's been blowing up for quite some time. I wonder if yeah. there's some sort of ancient concept of cringge. There has to be, right? Yeah. I mean, like, that's always been. There's embarrassment, feeling. like, but I feel like that's more of an honor type thing at least historically as opposed yeah. to but i mean of there were gestures there were probably some gestures that their whole bit was look how pathetic and cringeworthy i am look how embarrassing but do you think I the am. gestures themselves were actually embarrassed if that was like their job and they were holding royal court i'm i'm sure they i'm sure there were some that were like if not embarrassed kind of like ashamed of the fact that they're like yeah this is what i do you know that's fair. Yeah. 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 Well, there's like a lot of people these days that are making cringe content on purpose. Like, you know, there are a few people that I can even think of on TikTok that are like not cringy, but they're doing cringe content to be ironic, but it's making it just cringe instead of funny. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm imagining the gestures like that in the day. I don't I, know. See, and I don't understand the whole like I'm a cringe content creator. Like that's what I want to be known as. That yeah. makes no sense to me. That it's like you want your whole thing to be where people go like ugh when they watch you. That or yeah. like feel uncomfortable. Yeah, and like, like the NBC it, shit. Yeah. No. But I'm actually. Um, yeah up-and-coming skibbity toilet tuber oh my god 
I don't. I'm not super into oh, the lore, but I know that it's deep. Which I watched crazy. like two Skibbity Toilet videos because I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And I, I have never bounced off media so hard. Like <laughs> and that's amazing I, because I watched all of them in one sitting. <laughs> oh my god! How many are there? There's like 80 of them, but there are oh. like 30 seconds each or less. It's like watching the important video playlist, except yeah, yeah. lore throughout. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm not a Skibbity uh, fan. I'm here. Not, not a Skibbity fan. I, I feel like I unfortunately have hit a, a point, it, like a season of life, so to speak, of like, I don't want new stuff right now. And Skibbity Toilet is so like so rooted in older gen alpha, younger gen Z that my brain is just like, up oh, nope, nope. We're not we're not dealing with that right now. Yeah. So, you're not gonna so you're, you're not gonna cope. You're yeah. you're already drawing the line. It, I think it's less that, that, it's that is that, quite that is quite boomer. That is it is quite it is boomer quite boomer of, of me. It is quite boomer of me. Uh, no, I think it's that I'm uncomfortable with the idea that uh, I am getting older as a human. So there being something that yeah. I don't instantly understand makes me uncomfortable enough at this point. Uh, d- due to whatever is going on in my brain, that instead of confronting it and actually seeing what it is my brain is just like we're not doing it okay yeah no i can i can kind of see where you're coming from it's it's kind of like you feel like you you get left out but the effort to get the end knowledge is just yes worth it really to feel like you're a part of it i get my brain my brain made the immediate connection to marvel movies and like people that feel like they have to watch every marvel movie yeah they don't watch any it's kind of the it's like oh this is too much and i don't understand why it's yeah um anyway but it also uh, makes sense the piece of uh, the bit slash specific piece of media i would like to take off and yeah, go viral this was a thing. Uh, <laughs> I, circling back this to was, this yeah oh this was only if, like there there are two that come to mind um other than junkhouse and that wonderful of course uh yeah well one is a part of junk house and then oh, yeah, the other one is something doing, else i already forgot what the question was <laughs> yeah <apparently>. the specific <laughs> bit uh um one is actually like an upcoming work that i'm working on um which is a compilation of poetry which i used to write a lot of it and then i stopped for a while and now i'm like ah yeah i have free time let's let's try this again uh yeah. and you know if even one was like people were like ah i can resonate with that then i'll be satisfied um even if like one person likes it i'll be cool uh the other one is the first bit of caleb finally uses what he almost got a degree yes. for which was the old man who was obsessed with pomp and circumstance <laughs> That was just fun to be a part of, and yes, it was fun. It was a fun bit. It's it's it is just gonna continue to be a good bit too, because I also I think Cordell and I just also like acting, <laughs> so it's just been really fun to just yeah improv yeah. and be nerds. Yeah, I think it it is it is a very fun it, it's a very fun bit that it, it's literally just born of ideas that I'm like I could sit down and write a sketch for that. But I'm way too fucking lazy to do that, so I'm gonna make my friends <laughs> improvise it instead. 
So yeah, and then we'll that's film a it later. good strategy. That's a good strategy. I need to pick that up. Yeah. You you could write in stuff for us to be as part of that. I'll we'll take it. Like <laughs> we'll just have field hereby authorize me to be a co-writer. I'm authorizing you to be a co-writer, and I will rewrite a little stinger that at the end says co-written <laughs> by Fielding, and we'll we'll go with it. Just a like a almost like a producer tag. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's cut. Yeah, we just need to have Fielding on more, and then yeah. every time Fielding, you can just like the plan can be you having those script ideas, <laughs> and then just even just the pitches, and then we. I like, I like it's that. I like that. It's kind of like how in Seinfeld, there was always every season a few episodes written by Larry David instead, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just to spice it up. Just to make just it to spice it up. A just little to make fun. it spicy. A little fun. A little spicy, a little junky. Makes the world go around. What is, what is by definition, not junky, would you say? What falls under the category of junky and what is not junky? Soap. So, so, soap, soap, soap is not, not junky. Yeah, that is. I would um, have to agree with you there. I'd say. I would say. Um, leftist like it, ideology is not yeah. junky. I think that's pretty pretty cool. Not very okay. junky. Well, we're saying junk is a bad thing. Is that was in your mind? Junkie's a bad thing. I don't know. Is Junk House a bad podcast? Oh no, that's you know. Uh, I, I think, think it's object- a pretty good podcast. I, I think, think it's a good one. I think it's a good podcast, uh, but I, you know, if we if, if we're if like junkie was personified, the word junkie was personified. What would they be like? <laughs> I'm imagining, and my brain is super one piece. Um, so my initial body formation was the character of Frankie from One Piece, but basically, just imagine a dude who's like kind of top heavy but mostly in his arms so he's like really buff but his legs are kind of skinny but (laughs) this is where i'm adding additions for the one piece fans they're gonna be like that's not how frankie is the in my mind he rides a skateboard he's got a sick ass glasses he's got a sick pompadour he's like got like a maybe like a not not fully dan flash's shirt but complicated, not a full complication, Dan Flash. If that makes sense. <laughs> that is but just, that's quite descriptive. I, I like that. Oh, also only like Frankie, like the character from One Piece, underneath that button-up shirt, it's, it's an open button-up shirt. He's only wearing a Speedo as well as that button-up. <laughs> Okay, I love the speedo detail. So just a a sick dude doing kickflips. Okay, you know. Let me counter with what what I would say first. So my perspective, and you gotta you gotta remember, this is from an outside perspective. Well, I Mm -hmm. guess uh, maybe halfway in, one foot in, if you will. Uh, Um, You are definitely a friend of the show. Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah. I'm imagining uh, goblin physiognomy. Okay. Mm-hmm. So okay. if Gollum is a hundred, I'm thinking somewhere around forty-five, fifty. Um, Interesting. Somewhere around okay. there, just kind of stinky, kind of a little rascal. Um, little does goofy. lots of pranks, like real, real, like a little bit maliciously goofy. Uh, you know, not always super happy. You know, trying to trying to 
help you be your best person. Not, not really like that at all. Um, more of a self-centered, uh, goblin type person. Uh, and that's, that's, that's about where I'm at sitting. Not, not too much detail, but I feel like it gives a vibe. I have a, yeah, I have an image. I have a, I have an image. I have an image and I think it, I think it's accurate. Uh, my first thought was Canadian chef Maddie Matheson. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, that's accurate. Really like I feel He's a like cool ass dude. I feel like if Maddie Matheson listened to one episode of Junk House, he would he would be like, yeah, I get it. Like, yeah, this this is uh, pretty great. <laughs> Wait, this is me as a podcast. <laughs> this is yeah. me as a podcast. I there's a clip of him describing it was like a, a sauce that he made, and it's one of my favorite <laughs> like cooking clips of all time where you say some people describe this cause co- this sauce is cummy you know it's got a real cummy texture to it but i promise you it's not cummy at all it's not like cum don't think of it as cum it is kind of cummy though and i think of that <laughs> <laughs> the first time i ever saw that it was caleb sending me the clip but the first part of the video was like a Gordon Ramsay type chef explaining food. <laughs> it was like American chefs versus Canadian chefs. <laughs> yes, it was Bobby Flay describing Bobby how Flay. he makes That's breakfast sausage. And he was like, a breakfast sausage, you know, grind up your pork, throw in some sage, throw in some thyme, throw in the salt, blah, blah, blah. And then it cuts to Maddie. The sauce is kind of cummy. Cummy? <laughs> you know, now that I think of it, you actually have uh quite similar voices that i take that as a compliment and and it should be i i I think it's very it's a very good voice it's a it's a certain type of voice and i think it's a good certain type of voice to have i i always i always think my voice does not match how i look as a person no i would not say that whatsoever (laughs) yeah because like i I think if somebody saw me just like walking like walking down the street at them uh they would cross the street because i i like i'm a a big figure uh one of uh my wife is strong with you as well my RBF is very strong. One of one of my wife's former students at one point saw me in a grocery store and said, "Oh, you're you know you're my teacher's husband." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." And he was like, "You're scary." <laughs> and I was like, "It's like how thank do you, you react when a child says you're scary?" <laughs> you know, I just say thank you and keep moving, um, which is answer. probably not the greatest. Which probably not the greatest thing to do. Uh, you should, if you get asked that again, I would humbly request that you say good and then turn and walk away. Yeah. But it's just, it's, it's so fun. It's oh, just, oh like, and then turn back around and come back to him and say, oops, I forgot this and grab something off the shelf and then walk away again. God, if I had to do that in the grocery store, I would see it's okay. There, there's a weird thing where it's like. I, I don't understand it, but like to so many people, I am an imposing, frightening figure because I'm like six foot five and like over 300 pounds and I have a really serious RBF. Uh, I once got told uh, that when I have headphones on and I'm listening to music and just walking, I look like I'm ready to kill the next person I see. <laughs> and yet every woman over the age of 65 will hunt me down in a grocery <laughs> store to grab like the extra raisin raisin brand off the top shelf or something yeah. like that. And I'm like, you know, I, 
I could be a serial killer. Like I could be. Stranger All of danger us have the ability to. Stranger danger does not stop. That's right. uh, at That's at right. a certain to age, be fair, I I would certainly get caught by that too. If if you were standing right in front of something that I needed, and I me I'm five 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 six, knowing I couldn't reach that, I would definitely ask you. And I've done it before. <laughs> a lot of people have. And it's I don't great. know if I'd uh, you know like follow you to your car if you asked me to. If you wanted to really make that pivot into serial killing. <laughs> Uh, but that that just might be a kink that you can work out in your free time, you know. Yeah, yeah. I need to figure out a way to get people to trust me enough to invite me to their cars. That's what I yeah. I need to work on that. Yeah, but try but like a Pee Wee Herman bit. I think that Ooh. would sell well. Okay, okay. We love a Pee Wee Herman. I was actually watching a little uh, Red Letter Media video talking about Pee Wee's Big Adventure today. Great movie. Great. You could also try and do a Three Stooges thing. Obviously, you'd have to have okay. you'd have to find two other people to like sort of play along. I mean, that's what the podcast is for, really. Poke your so, eyes yeah. and bonk your head. Uh, okay. All that good stuff, just give to really it, give, disarm them. Give it like a why I ought to kind of like, exactly. Really yes. Go for it. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is the. See, I was I I try to uh, when somebody talks to me, go for a Joe Para approach Ooh. of like I'm just gonna be so comforting that it's almost off putting. Um, but I'm a realizing bit that boring sometimes a little bit boring. But I'm realizing that also leans into the serial killer vibe. That's been done before. Yeah. That's Ed Kemper. He's he's been there. He's done that. So you can't can't exactly take that angle. Now you might be able to take an inflection of that angle. Mm. Could be something to consider. I'm looking at a picture of Ed Kemper, and if I had his glasses, I would look like him. Yes, yes. Yeah. I'm terrified. Wow, you're you kind of do have the same mustache. I do have the like the little not quite meeting in the middle. I Oh no. Oh my gosh. This isn't a serial killer. killer podcast, so not to be serial killer podcast posting. But did you know, like, how he ended up being caught? No. He turned himself in because they just weren't going to catch him because he was so good. He turned himself in, and the cops literally didn't believe him. That's like, you did not do these things. Like, you're too nice. <laughs> and he That's... was like, no, 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 I did these things. <laughs> no, here you go. Here's the evidence. Here's yeah. the evidence. That is wild. What the fuck? <laughs> That is wild. So I don't know if, if, you know, that's kind of like a Heath Ledger Joker performance in terms of serial killing. You can't really follow that up. You know, any, any further attempt is just going to be a watered down facsimile. That's so crazy. Good, good, good phrase. Good term. Thank you. Thank you. Sammy, what media of yours would you like to take off? Of Junk House, because the bits, the only bit that I really have right now is the reading reviews that are really bad. Yeah, yeah. But I fair. feel like that's good. if that's good. it's a good it's bit. It's a good bit. And if it's it's make could, a whole game if, show off of that, just one bit. That's exactly what I was about to say. Like, if, if 
of the one thing of the show that I do that I would want to take off in the show, it would be that because it's really fun. I love hosting it. I love reading the reviews. I do have to start being more forceful because I do like reading all of the reviews before Caleb and Cordell chip in, but they always <laughs> pipe in like halfway through the review. <laughs> it gets junky. It gets really it gets junky. junky. And that's, it gets junky. that's what this podcast so, is. <laughs> what if what if I pitched something to you, which is a, a kind of I, I watch a lot of British <laughs> panel shows. Um, oh, wee wee baguette, wee wee baguette. Um, <laughs> I've also been learning French, so I can tell you that what you said means yes, yes, French bread. Oh, oh so, um, so uh, what does usant les toilettes mean? Do you like my podcast? I believe. Uh, <laughs> See, well, here's the thing is, uh, I'm only learning French so I can go to France and bully French people in French. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, that's the only reason it's because I hate French people. Uh, all of them. That's Uh, French people. (laughs) Um, but, uh, a a British, a, a, a British panel show style show of two teams trying to guess the reviews and we can come up with iterations on like, how the reviews are like given and stuff and like different Ooh. ways to get the movie where it is always Cordell and I versus another two people. That's a really good idea. You got me thinking like big quiz of the year. Where, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly like what I was teams. thinking. Yeah. That's a really good idea. Feeling might have to be on the pilot of that. Yeah. I feel like one of the other teams. Fielding and another friend of the show, maybe like Hudson or, Carson or someone, you know, mm. be a be a good that would thing. Be, or or uh, reaching back, reaching way back to our uh, inclusivity of ace people, we can just have oh, yeah. an ace listener on as well. Any ace listener? I already yeah. I already know the one, but I don't know if he would want to be on because he's not the he's not the be on podcast type. He is the listen to podcasts and support. Well, ah. if any of our asexual listeners would like to join us in this workshopping the game show idea. Yeah. You know, let them know. Don't email uh, me because, I mean, I guess I could don't email. it if you do email it to me, but I might be a little bit upset. I know this. Didn't take the yeah. proper and you'd have to send it to Fielding's work email and that would be, a, yeah. be awkward. <laughs> that would yeah. be awkward to have to <laughs> um, get questioned by my IT while I'm receiving a strange email. I know that this episode is already going long, but I'm fine with a long one on on this one. Um, Another bit that I do sometimes, uh, it's time for Caleb tries a thing and it tells you if he likes it. Um, Yes. This week, it is the AI inspired Coke called Year 3000 or Y3000. it has very, very trans colors. Like if the Coca-Cola lettering was white instead of black, I would say that this is a trans flag because it is the blue and the pink and the okay. Okay. little so bit of purple. So maybe AI is headed in the right direction. We can really hope so. Um, That's all dependent on the taste. It, it, now, the, the, the flavor palette that it says is futuristic flavored. And I know, <laughs> I know you can't read that. What does the future taste like? Uh, I'm about to be able to tell you. Uh, I've tried a lot. I bet the future tastes like smog. Smog and depression. 
So uh, as we say every week, three, two, one, let's go, Mario. Oh, that smells weird. Ooh. Oh, the future oh. tastes bad. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, wait, the aftertaste. The aftertaste. Aftertaste is doing something for you? The aftertaste is doing something for me. Let me let me give let me let me give it another go. So you know, we'll get yeah, yeah. Again, the initial taste is um like trying to eat a deodorant stick. Um, oh, interesting. And then so like, like minty? you, it's like piney in a way. Piney, okay. Like okay. very like woody. Um and Love um. Yeah, great character. Uh, Tom Hanks, come on the show. Um, come on. You would not vibe at all, but, um, <laughs> you know, it'd be fun. Um, very, like, wood and, like, it tastes like if somebody described root beer to an AI and said, Ooh. guess what this would taste like? You know, they might have actually done that. I genuinely, yeah, I think that may be part of what it is. Um, they probably, yeah, just said, what does Coke of the future taste like in chat GPT? And then it was like, this is what it tastes like, and it's not I, good. I'm going to look up what is AI can't the... AI can have taste buds. Are we flavor? sure AI is not already in charge of Coca-Cola Enterprises? That's a very good point. Um, Coca-Cola, espuma. I you know I agree with what this is with what this is which is Y3000 is supposed to have a futuristic coke flavor with a soft vanilla aftertaste and that is the aftertaste it's kind of like a a bad vanilla ice cream but like even a bad vanilla ice cream is still like a pretty good flavor cuz it's yeah. just vanilla ice cream yeah you can't um, vanilla yeah you can't fuck it up that much so that is um that's it. Um, That's it. It's also kind of flat, honestly. Um, That's yeah. a big whiff. So that's a yeah. We're running out of uh, well. That doesn't make much sense if we're running out of CO two in the future. That's not very futuristic. Yeah, but, lots uh, of that. Boo! You fucked up, Coke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can we get a rating out of five? How yeah. fucked up out of five? How fucked up did Coca-Cola fuck up? I feel like the branding could be a little bit better, too. With one... Like, AI-powered Coke just sounds like something that Metaverse Colombians would make. Yeah. yeah. With one being bad and five being good, I'm going to give this a two. I, you know, it's not the worst thing. But I would not, I would, do I regret buying this to drink? No. Would I buy it again? No. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. answer this. Are you going to finish that drink that you just opened? That's a good question. Um, hmm. Are you probably, going back for another sip? Probably not. But maybe. Um, <laughs> That's on par with two. 
Yeah, that fits. Yeah, with like, right? like, will I? Do I? Do I have a desire to finish it right now? No. Am I kind of thirsty, and I'm gonna take another <laughs> sip in a second? Yeah, because it's yeah. open and it's right yeah, there. Yeah. Okay. It's kind. Of, yeah, it's kind of. Yeah, you know. <laughs> It's kind of like it's, it's the like it's you the just get a vanilla coke if you want exa- exactly yeah. it's the it's yeah. the soda equivalent of going to a restaurant that all your family likes but nobody loves uh, to just yeah, appease the, people the quote unquote compromise yeah the quote unquote compromise of going to Olive Garden or something like that everyone's you know? family well, there I, we gotta I go. wouldn't say Olive Garden is a compromise but that's just me. Uh, injecting my own personal opinion. I don't know. I don't know. How do you feel about Olive Garden? Are you an Olive Garden hater? Do we need to throw hands over unlimited breadsticks right now? I'm not an Olive Garden. I'm not an Olive Garden hater, but I, I always, it's my problem with places that say I can eat as much as I want is that eventually I feel weird for how much I can eat. You know, because like when you tell me it's unlimited soup and then I'm on my sixth bowl of pasta fagioli and the waiter is like, are you sure you want more? Uh, then, uh, <laughs> you know, the, you know, that's going to make uh, you feel a little bad and you don't gonna, need to be feeling bad when you oh, need your seventh bowl of soup. But it is pretty on par with them being like, when you're here, your family, because my family also makes me feel bad sometimes. That's, so. See, that's that's my issue, right? Some people's families are bad. So why don't they change the change the interactions with the customer depending on how the customer's family is? Like if you have a nice family, they're really nice to you. They treat you like family. And then if you got a really bad family, they treat you like shit. They treat you like family. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. So you fill out a little questionnaire. Uh, how do you yeah. feel about Screaming, your mother? How do you feel about your punishment? father? Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I see. I see. I see you. Yeah. I feel like that might get in the way of having all of those unlimited breadsticks. I think well, that's well, no, a, they just throw them. If you're, if you're busy getting spanked by your waiter uh, because you forgot to say please, I, I, you can't really be shoving uh, soup in your mouth at the same time. It's mostly them throwing the breadsticks like spears at you. And it's also like. M- it's most of the time going to be verbal, verbal abuse. Okay. I even, don't, if, yeah. even if your family had like physical abuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not going to have you sign waivers for physical abuse. It's I don't just know verbal. Why. I don't know why, but as soon as Fielding said that spanking because you didn't say please, my first thought was a BDSM Olive Garden and just some dude in a corner wearing like a gimp mask having like breadsticks shoved in his mouth over and over. Just unending. I would go to Olive Garden if that was the vibe. I would go to BDSM Olive Garden every day. It's just like a- we just unlocked a new, you know, God. like Femboy Hooters and, and just Goth BDSM. Things. Olive Garden, just like if you don't, <laughs> if you forget to say please or forget to say like thank you, they shove hot soup in your pants. Just when like, you're here, you're kinky. You're, if you ask for ketchup, <laughs> nope, that's the suit. Suit and oh the chance. God. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! The waitress no, spits not. in your face, just like just keeps. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Lord, you don't you don't actually have waitresses. It's just mistresses. 
There, there you go. Why is his breadstick in a chastity cage? Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, 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 excuse, excuse me, mistress. Uh, why is there a man in a cage under our table? <laughs> oh, He's I'll licking my toes. I don't like it. <laughs> oh, that's olive. That's the olive that garden. Olive. That's one of the olives we have here in the garden. <laughs> they, I mean, they're in a gimp suit. They look like an olive. <laughs> I feel like I feel like gimps need to come in more colors. You know. I feel like I've only ever seen maybe a red and a black gimp suit, but like an I, olive green, that, you know, might be nice. Wh- why isn't there a, why isn't there a chroma key green gimp suit? Then he can be invisible in the videos. <laughs> I want a patterned gimp suit. Give me a plaid gimp suit. Oh, dear Lord. A denim gimp suit? Denim gimp suit. Talk about a Canadian tuxedo. This is a Canadian gimp suit. <laughs> I think. I think going back to the chroma key gimp suit. I think yeah. it would be a good like signature for any up and coming uh, producers or directors uh, that are listeners of the podcast. One one neat thing that you can do uh, just to set your art apart from everyone else's is just have someone in a green gimp suit chroma keyed yeah. out of every shot of the movie or tv show that you're making just have them in there somewhere yeah but never make sure or make sure they're never visible yeah like they could even be like you know holding the boom mic like just having a chroma keyed gimp on every movie set and tv set is needed in these days it'd be a recipe for success and then there's a and then there's a New York Times article that comes out exposing who the gimp suit is, and it's actually you, and someone else was directing as you in a disguise the whole time. <gasps> and you get two Oscars, <laughs> double two Oscars. Oscars for your off-screen performance <laughs> for for directing and for gimp suit wearing. Yes. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh you know, there's a gimp suit for all situations here at Junk House. Uh and my favorite situation to wear a gimp suit in, it's listening to Psycho Billy Freak Out by the <laughs> Reverend Horton Heat. That's right. What a great uh, song. Songs a great to song. get to. That's a tough song. Song Songs to get cut to. Um <laughs> is obviously yeah. off the album Smoke Him if you got him. Uh what what a banger of a track that we get to use as our opening and closing song. <laughs> What a banger. Also, thank you to Caleb for making for making the shark tank intro. You also want to thank Drew for voicing in that. That will make a return um, with Cordell at some point. So that's going to be fun. Um, But if you if you liked our goon sesh of an episode, you should rate and review us on iTunes. All right, excuse me. Five stars, preferably. Five stars on Spotify as well. Um, also, we got a Twitter and we got a TikTok at Junkhouse Pod. If you want to check us out there, tell us how you're gooning. Hmm. Um, you know what else there is? I wh- think there might be an email address that you can uh, reach out to if you want to send the crew anything. Uh, speaking of which, if I may, 
Um, yeah. We there's sometimes a segment on this show uh, called "Did You Know?" Uh, that's usually supplied by me from my work email account. Uh, it's one of my favorite things. Work. I was I was wondering if it would be okay if I could do a live. Did you know real quick just to close out the episode? If there's not of anything course. else to say, please please do. Well, we'll okay. we'll do this. We'll do this real quick. So, Fielding, you're gonna say, and as we say every week, and then you can get into the bit, and then we'll close out after. Okay. And as we say every week, did you know? Cats cannot sense sweetness. I didn't know that. They just can't taste it. Not at all. They don't have the receptors for it. That's That's, that's why they're wild. so evil. That's right. That's right. And I feel like, you know, honestly, I've seen a lot of fat cats. And if I just didn't have the taste receptors for sugar, I just don't feel like I would be that fat. You know, that's on me. So what you're saying is it's the cat's own fault that they're such fat pieces of shit. I think so, yes. And I Fuck think that cats. plays into a larger role in their superiority complex, but that may be, you know, a topic for another episode. Next time you come on, we'll talk about it more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Bye-bye. Bye. It's, it's, it's a psychedelic freakout!